it's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. And good morning, all. We have Dr. Deborah Geiger, Family Medicine Specialist at St. Mary Fairless Hills Medical Practice, joining us this morning here on the St. Mary Healthline. And good morning, doctor. Good morning. How are you? How are you doing today? Doing well. And uh, we're here to talk about uh, resolutions, uh, particularly weight loss. But before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, and, and your uh, your. your your way to uh, St. Mary's? Well, I grew up in uh, Philadelphia, and um, I um, have been in practice for about 35 years. I did my training in New... Uh, my uh, graduated from the College of Osteopathic Medicine in Des Moines, Iowa, and then I did a residency at St. Joseph's Hospital in Patterson, New Jersey. And been back in this area about six years, and prior to that, we were living in Texas and Kansas before that, and uh, happy to be at St. Mary's. Wow, Des Moines, Iowa. That's <laughs> that's out there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Midwest is a great place, though. Is it? Okay. It. And, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, when it comes to our topic now, of, of, of weight reduction it doesn't it doesn't mean it doesn't make a difference where you're at there's there's we have great food here obviously but it's, the food is, is is plentiful everywhere you can find something that uh, uh, maybe you can get addicted to and that's going to be our subject today uh, about uh, people and their resolutions and uh, I guess we'll start with uh, at what weight should someone consider weight loss goals well we used to go use the ratio, you know, how tall you are and how many pounds. Um, but we use something now called the basal metabolic index, which is calculated based on your height and weight. And so um, if your basal metabolic index is over 25, which you would find when you go to your doctors, they'll tell you, that would be considered overweight. And as the number gets higher... We go into obesity and then morbidly obese if it's like 40 and above. And so if you're in the overweight category, then that's when you need to think about um, working on the weight. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's strange because, uh, you know, I, I myself have lost weight over the last year. I did it through fasting and walking and, and, and realizing I don't need that and, and other things. And when I look at myself, I'm 210, 62. I'm considered overweight. Now, if, if I get down to what I what what they consider to be, I guess for my for my six two my height it was I think it's one ninety four. I don't think I look too good. Is is that uh, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think um, you know you, no one's going to be the same weight they were like say in high school or something like that. Um, the thing is to be healthy, you know, exercising which is good for you and eating generally healthy which would be like adding more fruits and vegetables and drinking water as opposed to sodas and sugary beverages and things like that. Um, so um, it's all like a process. And I like to tell people not to really diet, but just to try to make healthy changes. That's what I do every morning. Two 20-ounce glasses of water and one package of apples. And then 
Nothing, nothing until about maybe 1 or 2 o'clock, maybe a salad or, you know, a small sandwich or something like that. And then nothing after 6. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Yes, yeah, for most people, unless you work at night, that's the least active time of the day, and that's when people tend to be relaxing and watching TV and they're snacking, usually on unhealthy things, and you're less active. So, of course, you're going to hold on to those calories. And uh, how can someone go about the re- making reasonable or achievable weight loss goals? Let's see. Well, um, the first thing is, you don't want to, you want to start out slow because if you say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, you're going to get discouraged. So make like a reasonable goal. Like just start with, I want to take five pounds off or I want to take 10 pounds off and give yourself, you know, a reasonable period of time. Like I want to do this over a couple of months. And usually you can do that by just counting your calories and decreasing your calories by say 200 per day you're going to have that slow, steady weight loss. Yeah, and the frustrating thing, I think, for some folks that I talk to, and uh, certainly myself, is even when you lose a lot of weight, it doesn't necessarily seem to mean that your your, your blood sugar comes down, you know, immediately. Anyway, mm-hmm. as, and I'm wondering why that is. Uh, is it just different for different people? or? Uh, yeah, yeah, it just varies for everybody. And um, I guess, uh, are there any types of uh, exercise routines that work better for uh, for different types of people, and why? Um, really, with exercise, you you want to pick something that that you find that at least somewhat enjoyable, so that you're going to stick with it. Um, now, as we get older, um, and falls become more of an issue, uh, balance and um, Weights, especially people that are developing osteoporosis or thinning of the bones, those types of things. And balance would be things like yoga and that type of exercise. So those are things to incorporate. Um, Generally, it's recommended to do 150 minutes of cardio per week, and that could be riding a bicycle, dance aerobics or Zumba, walking briskly, jogging, um, all these different types of things. Men tend to really like weights a lot, and, you know, that can work as well if you're, you know, doing enough reps, you know, repetitions, and uh, with doing it uh, regularly. Well, walking, I guess walking is, 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 is great, too. If you get a good pace, maybe three, four miles, um that certainly helps. Yeah, walking is something you don't need any equipment, and uh, it's something everyone can do. And generally, would you say it's, uh, I guess, an hour out of our day is not asking that much when it comes to, you know, our body, right? Right. And, you know, some people have difficulty if they're working. Um, you can always break it up and say maybe just do 10 minutes of some activity in the morning and 10 minutes when you get home, or do a longer routine in the weekend to get your 150 minutes in if you really find you can't get it in during the week. Now, I guess uh, the next question, doctor, is uh, can diet help support weight loss goals? Well, definitely, you know, the things that we eat can definitely have an impact. Um, So trying to stay away from fast food places, trying to do more home cooking and avoiding the packaged and processed things that are available at the 
supermarket, um, which usually are loaded with salt and sugar, um, it is a, a big help. And of course, drinking more water, all of those things can be helpful. But definitely the choices that you make and choices you make for snacking, like go for a piece of fruit or yogurt with some fruit in it or uh, those types of snacks as opposed to grabbing something sugary. And, Doctor, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but in terms of numbers, uh, for, for men and women it's different. The calorie uh, calories intake each day is different for men and women, correct? Right. Like to maintain your weight for women it's 2,000 calories a day, and for men, it's 2,200. So if you want to lose weight, you definitely need to take off at least 200 calories. Um, Some people do more, but then you sometimes will start getting hungry and then get frustrated. And so if you start with 200, I think that's a good good starting point. Say we're going to cut out 200 calories and Depending what you eat, sometimes like people that drink sodas or things like that, it's pretty easy to get rid of those 200 calories. Absolutely. Uh, I, I believe, I, I don't know where I heard this, but I believe that that one uh, ingredient in soda, it's called aspartame. Um, are you familiar with that? Yes. I, 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 supposedly, that makes you want to eat more. <laughs> I don't know. I, yes, I, that's what they were saying, that actually the diet sodas are worse for you because of that than the regular soda. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, and I guess what it really comes down to as well is when you cut back on eating, when you eat a meal, it really has to be, uh, you know, a, a small, smaller portions. Is that correct? Right. Counting calories and portions is, is definitely um, important. And a lot of the dietitians will use something called the plate rule, which is, say, your dinner plate, half of your plate wants to be vegetables. A quarter is your protein, whether it's chicken or fish or meat, and then a quarter is your starch, which is like your rice or potatoes. Um, And so um, if you want seconds of something, definitely go for more salad or more veggies and that type of thing. And sometimes you are really thirsty. You know, this is a problem with snacking. And your body's not really hungry, but you want to go for a snack. So always drink a big glass of water first and then see if you still feel hungry because you might not. You might just have been thirsty. Absolutely. If you can just get over that hump and, and get into bed and not <laughs> and not have that treat, that guilty pleasure, uh, then you're, you, that's how you, you know, I guess, you make, uh, you, you, you build on that day after day. Yes. We're talking with Dr. Deborah Geiger with St. Mary Health Center on the St. Mary Health Line here at WBCB and talking about weight loss. And, uh, uh, Doctor, when it comes to uh, particular foods, what food, if people stop eating them, they'll see the weight just fall off? Um, I know a lot of people, um, especially men, seem to have really good luck with this, is cutting out the carbs or really decreasing the starches. And they can really see uh, a fairly quick, rapid weight loss. So, and that's all the least healthy thing for us generally: your potatoes and pasta and rice and things like that. Right. Anything like um, you know, <laughs> things that we really enjoy. You know, bread, pizza, uh, stuff like that. Right. And you don't have to totally cut it out, but say you you enjoy having pizza. So instead of finishing off a whole pizza pie, have a slice or two and then have a huge salad with it. Right. 
absolutely. Uh, that's that's the thing with pizza. It can taste so good sometimes that uh, you know you're, you're, before you know it, you're on your fourth slice, and uh, <laughs> right. And, it's, uh, and sometimes it helps if you're a slow eater too, because if you eat slow, you tend to fill up faster. <laughs> who does that? <laughs> but uh, it's it's uh, it's these things that uh, you know, especially in this part of the, the country. Obviously, you grew up here, and, and we. I think you know. I, I lived in briefly. I lived in Atlanta, but. I can tell we're, we're spoiled here when it comes to, you know, I shouldn't say bad food, but bad food that tastes good, right? Yes, yes. Now, you've been around... Pizza, the... pizza. Right. It's amazing, you know, it's amazing what one little tasty cake can do to your blood sugar, you know? It's it's, it's unfair. That's true. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, um, can you describe how to best go about uh, setting diet standards uh, for your weight goals uh, for someone? Um, let's see. Now, do you mean like in terms of how many calories they should cut out, or right? I mean, uh, if uh, you know, if someone's uh, you know they're 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 eating dinner at six o'clock, or you know, should they should they push it back to four thirty or five uh, and make that meal smaller? Yeah, I mean, definitely the biggest meal of the day, it's hard to do. Is usually It should be breakfast, really, because you're going to use those calories. And in our country, it tends to be the opposite, where it's dinner. And especially if you get home late at night from work and you're not eating dinner till 7, you know, that's going to be hard because you're going to be less active, especially in the winter when it's kind of dark and you can't really go out walking after you eat. Um, so if you can get home earlier and eat earlier, it would be good to have an earlier, smaller dinner, like at five, say, and your bigger meal in the beginning of the day when you're going to be more active up and about using those calories. So when you say breakfast, uh, you should have a, a, a strong breakfast. What, what would that consist of? Um, oatmeal is always a good choice. Um, and, you know, eggs are not bad. They have a lot of protein. Of course, some people have to be careful in watching their cholesterol. Um, but the yolks, you know, are the part that have all the cholesterol, and the eggs themselves have a lot of protein. So that would not be bad um, if you do, say, and people do do egg white omelets as well, or just um, use one oat, one yolk, and if you're making two or three eggs, that kind of thing. Um, fruit, of course, is always good. Yogurt is good. Um, the breads. You know, things like pancakes, bake, and those are kind of things you kind of want to stay away from. But they do have, uh, there's a line called Morning Stars, and they make, um, that's in the freezer section, they make veggie sausage patties and veggie uh, links, so they're a little bit healthier than, uh, you know, what comes from bacon or pork or so forth. Right, yeah, all the, <laughs> all those good, all those good tasting things, pork roll and, uh, and bacon, and uh, I guess if you're going to eat it, you just st- if you're going to have it one morning, you just stay away from the bread. Right, right, that would be the big thing. So, not so much pancakes and waffles and you know toast and things like that. You could have one piece of whole wheat toast; that wouldn't be bad. Right. Uh, I often heard uh, that uh, you know the, the wheat toast I mean, uh, folks buying uh, still staying with bread. I, I find that you know if if, we, if you stop eating it, it, it really does help. Um, uh, but you know, some people like to have their bread and their, their toast and butter in the morning. And I often heard that you know 
the uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the wheat breads are just it, they're just they're spray painted <laughs> they're spray painted a color to make you think that you're eating something that's healthy. Is that true? Are all wheat breads uh, kind of just like white bread? Um, well, I know multigrain. It sounds like it would be really healthy, but it's actually better to have just one grain, like the like whole wheat or pumpernickel or rye or something like that. Um, but generally bread is, it seems to be what everybody loves, and it's probably one of the least healthy things for you. Sure is, uh, and and I think with with bread, it's it's if if someone has some, you know, in the morning, it it just becomes like you, you, sometimes you really have to think about it. Like, okay, I had I had two pieces of toast today. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to be, especially the way we grew up. You know, you always had a roll with dinner and a sandwich and toast. So that's um, seems to be the hardest thing for people to. To cut out, right? How do you eat an Italian? How do you eat it like a, an Italian meal without you know a roll in butter? It's uh, <laughs> it's punishing. But uh, yeah, that- so that's why you know. Okay, have have one piece, you know. But then, and if you know, you know, we're going to have spaghetti and Italian dinner, then maybe don't have that toast at breakfast. Right. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, just uh, maybe have some. Whatever it is, uh, like you said, uh, fruit. Is there any particular kind of fruit? Because there are some fruits uh, offer have more sugar in them. Uh, obviously, uh, is there a particular particular fruits you would recommend? Well, the berries are very good, and you can find them all year round. You know, your strawberries, berry, uh, blueberries, raspberries. They get a little more expensive in the winter. Um, apples are fine. Oranges are fine. The bananas. Um, you have to be careful because they do have a high glycemic index, a lot of sugar in them. So you have to, if you, if I know a lot of people do a banana a day or they cut up banana in their cereal, so they have to, you know, be sure you're using like a small banana, not a really big one. If you do do that, because it does have tend to have more sugar. Right, uh, but 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 bananas are good for you in terms of uh, of, of your muscles and stuff like. Is that true? Muscles. Um, I know they have a lot of vitamins, like potassium. So I know a lot of people that have issues with their potassium will try to have like a banana a day. Right. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's 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 a it's you know. People have that, you know, I guess, you know, a lot of us are raised, obviously, on the four food groups, and, you know, we go right from salt to, to something sweet, you know, right? And uh, I think that's that's another thing you can train yourself in your mind, you know. I don't, trying to tell yourself you really don't need something sweet. Right, and then, you know, what we think of as sweet, too, like cakes or cookies, you know, how about a piece of fruit? You know, that has sweet, natural sweetness to it. You know, so how about an apple or an orange or something, or a pear instead? And uh, can you just, uh, what else, I guess I should ask, what, what else would you like our listeners to know about diet and exercise and or uh, services uh, at St. Mary's for, for, for this particular subject? Um, well, they do have a wellness center at St. Mary's, and... Uh, they're not doing the group classes right now because of, um, you know, the coronavirus pandemic. But they do have uh, dietitians and nutritionists there, and um, they can help you with your weight loss goals, um, providing dietary information. Um, so when you call the main number, 
if you ask to speak, it, it's actually called the Wellness Center, but that's where the outpatient dietitian is. And they used to have a lot of diabetes classes and things, so there's still um, a lady there who is individually either on the phone or she can even do uh, video telehealth calls with you to help you with uh, cholesterol or, or diabetic diets. So uh, give them a call. They're available. Right. Um, it, it really is important uh, to... Uh to really not uh, to go any near certain foods because of how it can spike your uh, your, your your blood sugar uh, levels, and uh, w- what is considered to be right now the blood sugar that everyone should have in the morning. What, what is that level? Ninety nine or one hundred? Yes, it's a, your fasting sugar is supposed to be under a hundred. So if you find like when you go to the doctors and you've had your labs, if it's getting up. 105, 110, then that's a concern that you could be developing pre-diabetes, and you have to really, you know, be mindful of that. Right, uh, because, uh, you know, if, if if it goes higher, that's obviously bad, but it's, it's, it's also dangerous if it, if, it, if, if it goes way lower, too. What is, what is the difference, right. Doc? What's the difference? I'm sorry. I, what what is what is the difference when you know? Usually, uh, I see that when you eat, when you eat something you shouldn't be eating, your, your sugar is going to spike higher. Maybe go over into like uh, the 170 range, or even over over 200. Um, when it goes the other way, what, what is that a symptom of? It's, it's, I mean, some folks it drops, you know, way down to like the the 60s and 50s. You know, why why does that happen? Yeah, that, when when you eat something, you mean? When you eat something? Usually it's when you haven't eaten, like if people are doing the fasting or that kind of thing, um, it can tend to drop really low. And some people, well, people with diabetes sometimes don't even recognize that their sugar is low. Um, But usually you start to get lightheaded or dizzy or sweaty or that kind of thing. Right, uh, it's it's and that's that's a telltale sign right there. Is is thirst another one? Yes, yes, feeling really really thirsty, um, and again, like you're almost like you're going to pass out, really lightheaded, sweaty, that type of thing. And then it's good to have something, you know, grab grab that banana or you know a glass of orange juice to kind of get that sugar up. Right, you could, you could get dizzy. I guess that's one of the symptoms as well, right? Yeah, dizziness, sweatiness. Um, these are the big ones. And uh, what are what are the main right now for? I guess in our country, diabetes obviously is is, is it seems to be off the charts with particularly type two diabetes, and I guess that's that's the one that uh, uh, it's it's it's, be, it's your own behavior, correct? Yes, that's the most common type. Uh, usually, type usually type one is you develop as a child, and it's your body's just not producing insulin. But type two tends to be related more to obesity, and um, it, so it, there's a probably I would say almost a third of people now are developing type two diabetes. It's really a, an epidemic. And that's that's all about weight. And I guess f- folks who go on certain kinds of medicines, whether whether it's you know the type two uh, di- diabetes medicines, whether they be 
Ozambic or Glaxambi or Metformin, uh, is it possible to come off of them by, by maintaining a, a lower weight, or is this a lifetime thing? I think some people are able to come off their medications if they really are willing to follow a healthy diet and exercise and stick with it, um, especially if it's really, it's just related to their weight. Um, and that, you know, bariatric surgery is a big thing these days, and that's what they find, too, that people come off all their medicines after all that excess weight is gone. And uh, I, I guess, you know, when you're, when you're in this process and you're doing you're doing well uh, losing weight. Someone's doing well. They're exercising. They're, they, they, they got the right thinking. Uh, you know, have to have that. Uh, is, it, is it reasonable to say, look, you should have one, one, maybe once a month a cheat day? One, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, that's kind of the whole philosophy about not dieting, but just making healthy changes. And even once a week, you know, treat yourself. It's okay. You can do it. It's just on a regular basis. You don't want to be eating like that. But if you've been good all week and you want to have a piece of pie or a donut, <laughs> it's okay. Right. That, that's the problem. Uh, it, it, you know, tr- yeah, teaching yourself to uh, to have just that one, right? Yes, that's the problem. When you go to the grocery store, you want to buy all the healthy stuff so the snacks are not in the house to tempt you. And, you know, then you actually have to go out to the donut shop and get a donut for your treat. Uh, I tell you, Doctor, I was shopping last night, and uh, I came to the uh, Tasty Cake aisle. And uh, in in regular stores, they don't have these these things called creamies. You probably remember them. They were... Back in oh, the day. Yes. Well, now they made them larger. You know, of course, that everything's larger now. And I just stared at this box of creamies, and I just walked away. I did it. I walked away. <laughs> oh, good for you. It was, <laughs> it was, it was really difficult because uh, you know that's that's what that's what sugar does. I think it's just it's it's such an addicting thing. You know, with these different things that we have. You know, whether it's tasty cakes or you know Entenmann's, whatever it may be. It's it's it, that, that, that yeah. kind of, the way they're made. I don't know why they're made. They're, they're, you know, and it's hard to just eat one. That's the problem. Um, but yes, that that's definitely true. And they usually with like with the tasty cakes, you have to buy the whole box. You can't just buy an individual, <laughs> just that one. <laughs> right, and then you have the whole box, and you're you know it's it's going to be in your house, and you know it'll be on your mind. <laughs> There's still five Absolutely. more out there. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's it's torturing. It really is. Uh, but you know, in, in the end, it's just uh, you know a lot of these foods. Uh, what they do to the body is just uh, you know really dangerous uh, over over the course of time. Here, I always say, doctor, is it's here's the really difficult thing is when you're on a diet. Let's just say I've been on a we all like I'm 56, so I just say I'll, I'll round it off at 50. I've been on a particular diet since I was 50 years old. In this in this region of the country, it's hard to it's hard to reverse that in one year. Yeah, I mean it's definitely you're going to have to give yourself time to change that. So, you know, start small. You know, make little changes. Like, you know, um, for a snack now, I'm going to have an apple instead of a tasty cake, or you know, but it's a it's a process, and it's a it's a slow gradual process process of making healthy choices and making healthy changes in your diet. But yeah, you're not going to be able to instantly 
Yeah, especially if you have kids at home, it's really hard because they want all the snacky things in the house. All the goodies are around. I will say, I will say this to people that if they uh, do this for even just two weeks, you know, have that two glasses of water, a package of apples, mm-hmm. uh, a salad uh, during a lunchtime hour, and then a, a, and a smaller dinner for two weeks, you know where you know where the truth shows up. Your clothing. <laughs> Oh yes, that's true. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's like I said, it's hard staying away from uh, the the bread, the rolls, and the pizza. Uh, I know it's they call them carbs. I like to just call call them what they are, what those dangers are: bread rolls, pizza, you know, anything in a wrapper, right? You know, it's right, all uh, that stuff. It's um, and. Um, you know that, that's the one thing about the just pointing out like Wawa. I mean, they have that they have the packages of apples right there. You know, and uh, that's one good thing people can do. You can just buy five of them, put your refrigerator. They they hold up for the week. You know, you got to cut anything up or do anything. You just you know rip them open, eat them, drink those two glasses of water. Yeah, down. <laughs> you know, it's a great idea. Maybe pretend they're uh, you know a chocolate junior. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, Anyway, we've been speaking with uh, Dr. Deborah Geiger of uh, St. Mary Medical Center. And, uh, Doctor, uh, any parting words for, for folks who, are, who have promised themselves going into 2021 that they want to lose weight? And uh, uh, anything you can add? So, well, um, again, I, I, I think it's important to emphasize don't diet. You know, just make small, healthy changes and start slow and build on it. Um, so that you don't get overwhelmed and frustrated and just start adding more water, one glass of water a week and, um, substituting those healthy snacks for the bad ones. And same thing with exercise, start slow, you know, maybe go for a 10 minute walk and then add on five minutes each week, you know, so that you, so it's something, especially if you haven't in exercising at all and then so any good habit it's going to take at least three weeks of doing it regularly and sticking with it for it to become second nature so and there's one thing that's certain doctor after three weeks of doing that folks will feel better they'll if they just step back for a moment they know that they'll feel better absolutely Without you know the excess sugar or you know every and everything turns to sugar right most of the most of the uh, the breads and the rolls and the pizza right because that's what the body does it turns the the carbohydrates the pasta the rice potatoes into sugar in your body so that's why the fruits and vegetables are better and your proteins are better but yeah really limit those carbs. Absolutely. We've been talking with Dr. Deborah Geiger of St. Mary Medical Center. And, uh, Doctor, we want to thank you for joining us on this very uh, vital, important topic uh, this morning. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, Have a nice day. You too. There you have it, folks. Dr. Deborah Geiger here at 1490 WBCB as uh, she is the uh, family medicine specialist at St. Mary Fairless Hills uh, Medical Practice. And the topic today was uh, weight loss and just uh, one day at a time. And uh, before you know it, uh, like I said, your uh, your clothing is going to get looser and people are going to start giving you those compliments. So definitely keep that in mind. 
Don't forget we have St. Mary Healthline every Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock. Some great information from various different doctors. And again, it was Dr. Deborah Geiger this morning here at 1490 WBCB.